0: You're in, You're in limbo. You're in limbo. Limbo, slow death, hot dreams, unmet. Trust our personal our personal deserve so we walk around to regress.
1: We are lucky, Limbo Cast podcast fans. It is another awesome night, hell of a. Way to start off the week. We got a lovely lady here who just released her new single, Breaking Down, just last week. And she is a singer, songwriter, and rock goddess. We have Madame Mayhem here tonight. How the hell are
2: you doing? I'm fine, how are you? Thanks for having me. Hell yeah.
1: It's, it's good here. It's hot, it's windy. Uh, we're, we're able to be out and about, but you're still kind of locked down up in New York area. So yeah, shoot, what the hell keeps you busy?
2: Um... Uh, making music. I, I've been joking around with a lot of uh, my other fellow musicians um, since no one's, you know, everyone's still stuck at home and none of us are touring. So we're like, you know, if amazing music doesn't come out out of this, I don't know what everyone's been doing. That's <laughs> right.
0: absolutely.
2: So, you know, uh, you know, just making music, trying to stay connected with fans. I mean, I'm always very active on the Madame social media pages just because I love to hang and chat with fellow music lovers you know so you know my fans and people that like you know that follow us or what we do so I'm always trying to keep in touch with them and they also keep me sane so thanks to everyone who's been reaching out to me on social media and saying hi and if you haven't and you want to please do I appreciate you <laughs> it keeps me uh, sane and yeah just you know working on music I'm really happy I was able to release breaking down uh last week because it was a song that we've really wanted to release for a long time now and it was really cool to be able to give people you know something positive to look forward to with this with this release being able like for people if you know just to sh- be able to stream it if they're not going to download it or purchase it be something free for them to have and just stream it and and enjoy and rock out to during this crazy time
0: that's a, it's a hell of a song for sure. I, I've been listening thank to that you. one for a while. Yeah. I don't thank you. It's a, it's a great song. Have <laughs> you, um, have you gotten any feedback on it yet? I know it just came out on Friday, so maybe, maybe not quite as much yet. Uh,
2: so far so good uh, yeah. from what I, I can see, um, which is really, really great because mm-hmm. um, I just love the song so much and I love how it came out. And we actually played it a few times live on our last tour, which actually ended only a couple of weeks before all of this pandemic started um, and fans were really liking it. So that just made us even more excited to release it. And then with everything going on, we kind of paused and we were like, you know what, let's just give everyone something new to listen to while Mm -hmm. uh, either, whether it's, you know, for our first responders who listen to our music as a thank you or people who are just trying to stay sane, (laughs) you know, just for- (laughs) yeah definitely and
1: like you brought like in some big guns to get this single created you know you got like co wrote it with brian from 10 years produced by johnny k like this is some solid work like like this is what was it like working with some of those individuals to get this track out
2: yeah i'm i'm very fortunate and and i appreciate those guys so much for you know working with me um i'm i'm definitely as much as i hustle i always feel very lucky that you know People like you know, like my mentor, Billy Sheehan, who plays bass on this track, who is like bass legend, um, you know, I'm always very thankful that these people believe in me and are willing to, you know, participate in something that I'm trying to create. It's really cool. And uh, Keith Wallen played guitar, which is awesome. And, and I've co-written a whole bunch of stuff with him as well, separately. Um, nice. But working with Brian was really cool. It was actually the first time we'd worked together Was was on this song. Um, and I went to Tennessee and met up with him, and it worked out great. I mean, I'm really proud of the song, and he was so cool to work with, um, and so I, I'm really appreciative to him that he, you know, took the time out of, I mean, his crazy schedule to to write with me, and then working with Johnny K was, was awesome. He is awesome, and you know, he's done so many amazing things, so everyone all around is I'm just really thankful, and then my my drummer, actually, um, Jay. He, you know, he t- he's been touring with us for the past couple of years, and he's the Madam Bam drummer now. And he 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 came out and he played drums on this track too. So it was really cool to kind of get the same vibe as as we did live with all these awesome all stars being part of the song. To have someone that has been performing it with me live to kind of get that feel into it to me make it more raw and real. It was, awesome. was really cool. Yeah.
1: That's awesome. Yeah. Has it been kind of difficult kind of as you've progressed through, through your albums through like white noise now, you know, ready for me to um, kind of establish the, the feel of, you know, having a, you know, consistent band members here and there. How does that work when, when you're kind of, you're the, you're the figurehead and then sometimes there's people that are coming and going.
2: Yeah. I mean, I, I love my band and I love my guys and, um, we always try to make it work, but you know, the way the industry set up and depending on schedules, like, you know, I've, sometimes other people have to do other gigs. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, and we gotta yeah. be okay with it. And we all are, we're still one big happy family and we love each other. And, you know, I have my guys and then I have friends and friends of ours that'll step in when, when needed, you know, like it's, um, the the cool part is we try to keep it as consistent as possible, of course, but, like, for fans who, you know, have seen us a bunch, um, they'll be like, oh, which which guy's playing guitar? And it, it's usually one of the, like, three that they know, you know? Like, they know, you know, so we, we try to keep it consistent just because, you know, <laughs> we all love each other. <laughs> so we, we enjoy touring and we all want to hang, but, you know depending on how it is. A lot of these guys I've been fortunate enough to work with and, and be part of my band, um, they're in other bands. They're in, they were in bigger bands before I came along, you know what I mean? So it's like, I understand when those things happen, but to really, to really have you know, your core group of guys that you all get along with on the road, forget just the amazing um, you know, chemistry that's on stage and like the sound obviously because it's all about the music first and foremost but not wanting to kill each other on the road <laughs> that, is was, really important. That, that, that was, was going to really be really that was going to be one of my questions
0: i was going to ask how much yeah. how much how important is it you know to have like you said that, that chemistry on the tour bus as well if so you're doing 30 yeah. shows in 30 days as yeah no to
2: divas allowed like three, if know. i'm not the most like because i try really hard not to be you know lead singer or Syndrome everyone calls it like I try really hard to to not be that way and I I feel That I I'm not and so if there's someone trying to be A bigger diva in the room than I am then there is a problem, a problem. I, So yeah, so luckily there have been no instances of that and so we are all good
0: I watched a, I watched a uh Bus invaders on youtube from what, oh, yeah. it was 2016 you guys were on tour with mushroom head. That's so dope. I love that band. um it seems like you guys keep pretty busy on that bus, anyway. So I don't think you'd have a lot of the time for for egos. Yeah, we got like we got lucky on that. We
2: got lucky with that bus too, because that was like a huge bus. We had never big, been yeah. on a bus like that, and we haven't uh, been on one that big ever since. <laughs> like awesome. it, it depends on the it depends on the tour, and you know sponsors, and uh, you know what makes sense money wise. But that bus was so cool. Yeah, it we we good. did a van tour last time because mm-hmm. it was shorter distances, and it honestly it was just as fun. <laughs>
0: really eh? some, that's
2: yeah. good well that's good to hear like
1: being so close curious question what's like some of the weirdest shit you've ever seen with, with that situation going on
2: uh that's hard <laughs> <laughs> i can only imagine there's probably a lot of weird shit oh there's just, it's just it's not like w- the good news is like with our band and everything like we're, we're cool like we there's everyone is very respectful of everyone and and no one there's there are no loose cannons there's, everyone knows how to have a good time and everyone knows when it's like privacy time to relax. So it's like not really that bad, but like just hearing horror stories on the road and then witnessing it as like a third party observer. It's, it's it's interesting. This is definitely an interesting career path to choose.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. So I guess that's a good segue. What, what made you get into music? Who were some of your inspirations to want to do this? Uh,
2: Well, I, um, I've been singing since, i mean as long as i can remember i know that sounds right. so silly but like right. i've known i've wanted to do this since i was born mm-hmm. it's sorry if you hear sirens in the back we were on a curve. Uh, you, you know, know what i thought i thought it was us i
1: thought it was Joey. Totally. So totally yeah, yeah, oh I, 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 yeah
0: you know, no it's, i live uh, in a shitty city up here so it's not uncommon
2: <laughs> <a> <laughs> no the new york is uh, curfew eh? yeah, yeah and, we, we started a curfew. So uh, there's just yes. a lot of cop cars outside. But um, awesome. yeah, so apologize for that. But um, okay. I've been wanting, yeah, been wanting to do this since forever. Um, and I started actually being, being a New York City born kid. Uh, you tell your parents you want to sing and perform they're gonna you know see hey you want to do you know theater classes or voice lessons or you know musical you know so I started in the musical theater world actually but I was always listening to rock Uh, my mom started me off playing grunge in the car when I was baby like that was my baby music and then as I got older my taste got heavier and heavier you know (laughs) and then um it just kind of, when it was time to say, hey, what do you want to do with your life? As much as I loved, you know, performing in musical theater and opera and doing all these things, I really wanted to create my own music and make it rock, you know? Because that's that's like, what do I want to listen to when I get in the car? What helps me get through the day is listening to rock music. Right. So it only made sense to to be in the genre that I love so much. And then it just kind of happened. <laughs> Absolutely.
1: Yeah, and I'm guessing, like, really, when you go into you know music for schooling, there isn't so much of an opportunity to just focus on metal. But classical rock is like basically like classical music is very similar from what you know people have told us to oh, yeah. metal music with the layering and how complex it can be. So, do you find that you know that has really helped you develop into the artist that you are today?
2: Oh, absolutely! Um, it it is really funny that there it, there is so much in common with um, with you know metal and 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 classic classical music it's very there it's very intricate and there's you know there's a lot of skill and knowledge that you really need to study to get a really cool whether it's a really cool riff happening or you know it's just it really is very similar and um it was always funny. My parents, you know, they they they're very supportive, and I appreciate that very much. But you know, going to school for music, <laughs> you know, convincing, hey guys, you want to help me out to go to school to learn music? Because what am I going to get with that degree? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, no doubt. And, um, but the fact that I can actually apply it to what's happening, because not not you know, you don't have to have a music degree to do what we do. But for me, it's helped a lot. Like it definitely has made my life a lot easier. So Certainly. I appreciate that very much. Yeah.
0: Certainly. That's awesome.
1: Fantastic. Yeah. When you say that about like, yeah, I got a music degree. It's almost like, hey, I got a film degree. Like there's only yeah. a couple of things you can take when you,
2: when you there's get there. There's not those. many more jobs yeah. that are going to be like, yeah. so you what'd you, a, you study?
0: A bachelor, <laughs> Bachelor of Arts degree and all
1: that. Right. <laughs> but hey, it's
2: working out and
1: it sounds like, you know, it, it's definitely helped you become the singer you've become because, you know, oh, hearing, yeah. hearing what, you know, you, it, incorporate into these songs you know you're such a strong vocalist that i'm totally. like that, that had to come somewhere you can't just have that naturally or maybe you can like like what's like has there been I, classes well, I mean,
2: you gotta know how to sing on the like key and mm-hmm. pitch is very important I, I i think that that you need to have some sort of talent to start with but you definitely have to train your voice. I mean, there are some like legendary singers and there are some singers that just have this voice that, you know, if, you, if you've if asked them, they they don't do much and, and it's just like, wow, well, you're really lucky. <laughs> but like for me, um, you know, all the training, all the vocal exercises, all of the uh, practicing every day um, has it expanded my range for all these years and now I can hit notes I could never hit before and I can do really cool things with my voice and and it, and it actually you know whatever I started out with now I'm definitely a better singer and I think even through all of my recordings I feel like every everything I release I feel like one in terms of my personal best you know I feel like each song each new thing I do is better than the last which is always what strive for
0: That's what you want for sure absolutely yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah, and I
1: great. definitely agree with that just after listening to like the, the albums that were released like was kind of going mm-hmm. through them today uh White Noise I thought was really cool because there was like sounded like it was more experimenting with certain riffs that kind of unique sound it was like really creepy at times there was like aspects and then when you mm-hmm. get to Now You Know and Ready For Me that sort of seems to be where you're finding that distinct hard rock sound that has mm-hmm. got you where you are right
2: now. Yeah you nailed it on the head. <laughs>
1: Because it was cool. White noise is super unique. I totally recommend people check that one out and just be like, "Oh, well, I understand how people saw the talent that she mm-hmm. has and to where you got right now. It's just a really cool progression."
0: Ready, um, ready for me is uh, that's that's the one I listened to today. I, I have the other ones added to my things to listen to, of course. But cool, huh? ready for me is fantastic. All track to track on there. Like I, I love your lyrics um, and god damn it my phone just okay just one sec. there was a song on here that i can't remember what it was but you did this crazy you had this crazy vocal run uh like a, your cadence on this one song i think it was was it original
2: maybe that is one of the songs it's, so yeah <laughs> maybe that was, i
0: i can't remember good lord but i was just like i was blown away because like your talent shows throughout from track yeah. to track but i believe there, there was i'll have to go back and look and you know, dm me about it but yeah, yeah. It was
2: awesome. I want to know which one it is.
0: (laughs) I'm pretty sure it's original.
2: Cool. Yeah, no, I love, I mean, that that album was so fun to to do. Um, I was working with Corey Lowry on that one, and Clint Lowry was Mm -hmm. part of that too. And then we ended up touring with Seven Dust after that. Uh, with that release, which was really cool. Hell yeah, ain't nothing yeah, wrong that's, with that's
0: that. That's not a that's not a big deal or anything at all. It was I, that Devon was like, one oh, of my favorite so bands cool. of all time. So that's
2: and not me, cool. me too. <laughs> so yeah, that was that was a really fun time. Uh, that's one of my like favorite moments. Is like mo- most of them are surrounded by that album. So
0: that's Very awesome. Cool. I saw that. Uh, I saw a couple of videos of you on YouTube singing and uh, Cream" with Lejeune there a oh, couple yeah. times. My God. That was And honestly, <laughs> I didn't think I'd say this, but I preferred the way you did it better than um, the original. What the hell is her name? I can't remember her name now. Anyways, you did better. You did better than, than the singer. Oh, thank on, you on so the much. Homo. Yeah, That's absolutely.
2: very kind. I was actually very nervous. I was very excited. Because, sure. of course, I was asked, can you hit those notes? And I was like, and 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 of course after touring with them they found out that yes in fact i can hit those notes live it's real um and and being asked to do that was so cool and me being again a huge fan even though you know they feel like family you know just from the amount of times we toured but just i was nervous i was like i don't want to let anybody down like these fans like I don't want to make anyone mad right now because they're like oh no one's we've never really done this live before since yeah since that. and i'm just like oh great great so uh we did it during a sound check and it went well so then it gave me like the the little boost i needed and just went on there and had so much fun and honestly the guys were so supportive and my band was very supportive <laughs> watching and and the seven dust fans are, are amazing i mean that they're some of my favorite humans, honestly. So uh, That's awesome. they were all very kind. So I appreciated cool. that. <laughs> That's great. And they
1: have such a good track record, right? They've been doing it for so long that I'm sure they just made you feel at home.
2: Oh yeah. They're, the gr- they're some of the greatest people I've ever met. They were so nice on the road. And I mean, you can't ask for a better headliner to tour with.
1: Hell yeah. For and then After all that was said and done and you started kind of, you know, progressing musically and making some changes what did you learn? Like, what have you learned since uh, 2012's debut, White Noise?
2: Oh, a lot. A lot. And I feel like I'm still learning. I mean, I think I've learned that because I'm also a songwriter, I tend to, you know, you can write a million songs and like, what are the ones that really speak to what, you know, you want your message to be? And what are the ones that you think really hit home the most to you? Because, I mean, if you want me to write a song in a totally different genre, I could probably pull that off, but it's not Mm going to be what you know, what I want it to be and what, mm-hmm. you know, Madam Mayhem is all about. So uh, I think after doing, and you always have to experiment and play with ideas and always changing and being new. But I think each release, I mean, you want to be so proud of what you do. And I I've, I feel lucky enough that, you know, with every release, it was my favorite release. And it was, you know, the greatest that I thought I could do at that time, you know? And then every time you you kind of, evolve and then you're even better and you're trying to beat that. And so I think just coming into my own a little more, I think Mm -hmm. I'm getting, I've always tried to be very honest, but also with telling an interesting story as a performer, but also I think I've been able to, over the past couple of years, just be able to be more real and more vulnerable. Like, oh, like when I realized some of these songs are coming out, I'm like, you know, I've been rocking out to them, getting the mix, mastered, you know, co-writing them is is hard as well because you got to like tell someone else in the room all your deep, dark secrets and all mm-hmm. the shit that you have to deal with all the time. Mm-hmm. And you know, your issues and your anxieties and your insecurities and stuff that have happened to you. But then, then you release the song and you're like, Oh, now the world gets to hear <laughs> what's no, going no, that's, on. That's
0: got to be pretty nerve wracking for sure. Hey, eh? It
2: is, it is. But you know, Honestly I feel like the more nerve-wracking it is like the scarier the song is for me to actually release the in better terms of lyrical is. content yeah. the the better it is and and the more people can relate which makes me feel That's, better cuz yeah yeah absolutely. I don't want to be the only one going through this in life and I'm not which is great so I know no. a lot of people use music so they don't feel alone but mm-hmm. for me too, I also don't feel alone when people can relate, so it's great. Certainly,
0: certainly, I was yeah. going to say It's, it's very, uh, it's very accessible for people. Everybody, I think everybody can relate to the honest junior lyrics for sure. Absolutely.
2: Thank you. Yeah, that's. I hope so because if not, then yeah, it, it, that's what this rock rock and metal community really is. Just like you know, we're we're one big family. Whether you've met each other or not like all connecting through music and through you know whatever times even if it's not the same exact subject in a song you you can relate and you can you know kind of push through whatever is going on through through music and I think that that's what makes it so special in in our community so I've been very thankful that um, we can do what we do with the people we get to do with
1: Oh yeah, like I don't I don't want to just name drop here, but you know we were chatting with Max Cavalera not too long ago, and he was saying, you know, similar as to like it's a tribe, man, it's a family. Everywhere he goes, yeah. even though you might go to mm-hmm. like North Africa and tour, and and people know you and care about you, and it's so surreal to think, yeah, there's people everywhere going through the same shit you are.
0: Yeah, yep. played, they played in fucking Siberia, and it was the same thing, man. Like it's crazy. <laughs>
1: That's amazing. <laughs> and and just like. Thinking about your single now that you released Breaking Down, it follows the track like uh, Broken, I think it was la- released last year. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of sensing that theme here that that you really have have an approach that's very cathartic and very personal for these songs to get out there for you.
2: Yeah, a lot of the messaging lately has been, you know, whether it's an event in life that's happened or a hard time or a specific person or, you know, group group, of people or rejection or whatever it is Um, for me it's been all of those things um, that try to get you down in life um not letting it and just and that's very hard to do i'll be honest like you have to just keep pushing no matter what and that is damn near impossible most of the time but you know writing these songs actually helped me get through a lot of that and so it's funny like the lyrics like when you read song titles especially a lot of mine it's like everything's really sad like broke and breaking down but it actually has the opposite meaning <laughs> when you mm-hmm. listen to the song it should be more uplifting. Yeah, it's, it's
0: very empowering yeah. when you listen to it it's not i don't think it's like a desperate cry for help or anything like no, that. no yeah I mean, thank it's you. very yeah, much like a like a battle cry you know oh like, yeah
2: we have a i do a lot of the battle cries that's that's where i find my strength is when writing these songs like totally you know, before before the song is completed, you know, I start out defeated, and then when you finish totally. the song, I personally feel like I overcame it. So it's then it's You're, a,
0: you're absolutely cool you're process. recharged and ready to go. Absolutely,
1: hundred percent. Yeah, I feel like it's so cool for you to say uh, how intimidating the whole process can be when you're like, yeah, these are my deep, dark secrets. And then I share them with somebody who's writing them. And then I put them on the even bigger stage, which is just so, so wild to think that, you know, you see somebody out there, you imagine they have the most confidence in the world, but getting to know people, they're, they're just like, like, like you in a sense.
2: Yeah, I mean, when I'm on stage, I feel like the confidence gets there instantly just because I feel most at home on on stage and there can be thousands of people and there could be two people and I'm still going to feel that connection with whoever's, you know, in the room. But when you're just like writing and releasing it, you're like, wait a minute like you when you're on stage you don't remember that you're you know you still want to perform and give a show but you're connecting so you know that someone else can maybe feel that way in the room and you have that energy but if you're just like blankly doing it you're like oh yeah so people are gonna like read these lyrics and be like what the hell did she just go through and she's gonna have to tell people now you know so it's it's a little scary but um again it just it really helps i've met so many people that you know have have gone through things way worse than i've gone through or who can you know everyone deals with with things different things all mm-hmm. the time and no matter the severity of it it is real and if you can just you know rock out to a freaking badass song and and be able to push through it then you know that that's that's what i'm here to do you know
1: absolutely oh yep. yeah has there
2: been actually any fans
1: specifically that have reached out to you and and just said hey this shit's been really important to me thank you for doing what you do
2: yeah i usually cry and i'm not a crier i'll be honest <laughs> i d- i'm not a big crier i'm it's a big very tough much... new
1: york chick you know what i'm well, saying no
2: but like really though <laughs> it's not even like an act like i do like i guess i am sensitive obviously <laughs> but like i don't usually break down and cry often it's not really my my thing not um my thing but... <laughs> You know, especially like there are a few times on tour where, where people have told me their stories and I'm just like, you know, I just want to hug them and, and just tell them how much they mean to me. And, and it, it has been pretty amazing. And it's also really scary to have that kind of responsibility as well, because you don't want to, yeah, you know. for sure. But at the same time, I, I I tend to take all the bad in the world and try to make it an overcoming situation in all my music and my messaging and my thought process, which is not easy. So, you know, hopefully it'll all, all be positive, but so far it's a lot of, a lot of people have come up to me at shows and and told me their stories and how the music can relate to it. And that means everything. I mean, that's, that's why you do it, right? Like, Mm -hmm. otherwise you're just kind of, I mean, creating music is amazing and Arctic and but then you're kind of releasing it into a void where you know if no one else can enjoy it or have it you know affect right. them or even just again just listen and enjoy. Then what's the point?
0: Mm-hmm. It's always nice to hear it resonates with someone the way it does for you for
2: 100%. sure. Hundred percent.
1: Yeah. Have you had any very like specifics that have really hit home for you? Obviously, you don't get to say like you know if, if it's pretty emotional, but just a couple things that would really hit home for you. Uh, with
2: people, you mean? Yeah, with, with some the, of the fans,
1: with some of the people that have said, "Oh, hey, yeah, this was like
2: great. I, all I'm gonna." Say, there was one. Uh, where were we? We were. I was in Indiana. There was a festival there. I'm blanking. It was on the Seven Dust tour,
1: mm-hmm.
2: and um, I got to meet this amazing young girl um, who was there, and I got to hear her story. I think it was her grandmother that took her um, to the show, and i just like was so moved by just how cool she was <laughs> and just how like you know um i obviously i'm not going to like like share you know the no, you story but, but 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 just everything that was overcome and everything and just how much she loved the music that was happening around her i like she we, we brought her back by the merch booth and she was just hanging out with us the whole night. I was just like, I was like, okay, we're adopting you for an hour. You can come hang with us. And oh, yeah. Of course with, with parental permission, you right. know, yeah. they were there too, but you know, it was, it was a really cool, uh, situation. So yeah.
0: That's awesome. So, so when you're playing shows and you're done at the end of your set, are you like a, are you a fairly accessible artist like you'll go kick it with people in the crowd yep. after type thing or do you? yeah that's awesome see, yep, I, 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 uh, see I respect the hell out of that see yeah. guys anybody listening you big wigs you know <laughs> you get out and there well
2: I mean think about, say, about it hey. like,
0: just say hey that's all
2: yeah I don't mind it it's um I think right before a show it's a little hard because you know mm-hmm. you're trying to warm up and get into the mindset but after For a show sure. or a set like I, I am also our merch person Okay. Um, uh like almost every single time but even if i wasn't or when i'm not i'm still as soon as i get off stage i jump off the stage i run straight to merch and then yeah. i just hang there and watch if there's other bands after us like because most of the time we're supporting mm-hmm. so if there's other bands i just rock out to to the next band or if we're headlining i'll hang out there until everything's like loaded up and it's time to go i mean nice. i i love meeting people and talking to people about music this is my life so why why the hell not wouldn't you want to say hi to the people that you connect with
0: that's awesome I respect that because I like I worked for years in the music industry doing security for events and stuff like that and I was always like the last one out type thing and mm-hmm. you know you see you see these big guys that they'll give they're all on stage and everything like that and people there'll be 400 kids are just losing their minds for them type thing and there's like yeah, okay bye you know it's like I understand like we had say Sepultura I had to like escort them to the stage and off the stage and stuff like that like bigger bands like that aren't going to come out and kick it but you know well, we had, yeah uh, I,
2: I went you, to one yeah. of the Sepultura show and you yeah. can't even like get into the no, crowd for them to even come out <laughs> oh no, exactly
0: yeah but we had um <laughs> Classified Classified's a big Canadian rapper up here and he he came out after his set he played there one night and he was just mm-hmm. like walking around chilling it's like he won like 20 Junos and sold a billion records and shit yeah. and you're just kicking it like that's pretty cool
2: yeah that's awesome
1: and those are the big shows that resonate with me like me and joey grew up together and so when we would go to a show and an artist like or band would come out and hang out those are the people you remember those are the people you want to go spend money on rather than you know bobby from project wise doesn't show up and it's no oh, big deal you, i just bobby hold a grudge <laughs>
0: forever 20 year grudge bobby
2: <laughs> don't worry i got i have one of i have a few Let's this hear it. Let's wow, get into so it. Wow. Let's, let's, let's hear some grievances
0: right now. Let's do, it. let's
2: do it. Oh my gosh. I don't even want to. Oh,
0: you well, can. Do it's do fine. This is a safe space here. Do it.
2: No, but it's embarrassing. Mine's oh, it's embarrassing. Not embarrassing. No, it I is. went to the Backstreet Boys. I was... <laughs> okay. First of all, love the Backstreet Boys. But Fair enough. Me
0: too. Thank
1: you. Okay. I don't feel so bad. But
2: it's not even. So like, what happened? <laughs> I was like, must've been 10 or so. I was really young. I might've been 10 or 11 and, um, I being in New York city, there was TRL on MTV. If you yes, remember.
0: Yes, yes, yes. Carson oh. Daly. I watched it. all. Yep. The
2: time. So I got, I somehow my like aunt knew somewhat. I don't know how the hell we figured it out, but we, my brother who's younger than I am. So he was really young. Like we were able to get backstage. Like mm-hmm. we weren't allowed on the set. We were way too young <laughs> to be allowed on the set, but, um, we got to go backstage, um, and we met Carson Daly. He was super cool to us. I remember. And then, I think it was on Sync that was backstage at oh, the time. Yeah. And all of them signed my CD except for Justin Timberlake. He wouldn't. Oh. He wouldn't do it. There was no one else backstage. It was just this ten-year-old girl, her adorable eight-year-old brother, yeah. and the mom. And they were all just hanging out, and they were passing it around. And he just wouldn't sign it i don't know he might have my mom always tells me he's like you being on the road now you should understand he might have just had a really rough day you don't know what was going well, on okay. right. and i was like yeah but i would still sign something if the rest of the band didn't i was standing there
0: you don't yeah it's like so like he literally was like sitting in between these guys and like, was, was
2: like, yeah, no, right. yeah, and like passed
0: it to jc charze and like you know me hey, lance <laughs> right. and joey fatone you take it fuck this yep. kid like come on dude that's- yep
2: Yep. Um, he didn't sign it. So I have much love. And I actually got to meet Lance again nice. years later, which was hilarious at a, a Grammy after party. I got to go to Grammys uh, twice, which was cool. That's cool. Um, and he was so cool to me. And I was like, you don't even know this, but when I was 10, you were really nice to me. So thank you. <laughs> but you don't, you don't think about it, but honestly, and again, like that wasn't even, even then that wasn't my favorite genre of music. I wasn't no. a diehard fan fan you know yeah. like i was i was listening to corn and like mm. that was my stuff it. That's right. so that's it, right. it wasn't even about that you know what i mean it was about
0: it's still the celebrity of it all though it's Shit, still yeah even, like like if i see
1: if mystery. i see britney spears i'm still gonna ask for her autograph totally. i don't oh, i yeah. like, getting a picture you know? yeah
2: <laughs> and i mean honestly but also being being a touring musician i do get it like there are sometimes where you have your limits of like if there's a crowd of people and you have to get on the bus because the bus has to leave and you can't get to everyone, you know, my, my, I always try to get to as many people as I can. I'm never going to intentionally not do something because, because of actually that situation, I was like, I'll never be like this. I will always go (laughs) out of my way. And it really changed me. It really did. Um, That
0: was the moment where you're like, you know what? I'm going to get fucking famous and I'm going to go tour with mushroom head and seven dust. Yep. And Justin Timberlake can suck it. And I'm right? going to sign CDs. Yeah, there you go. So thanks. I mean,
2: but that was really what it was, but it was like, <laughs> but now sometimes I feel bad. Like if I miss someone unintentionally, of course. Mm. Like, yeah. But please, you'd never please. like <laughs> look a kid
0: right in the face and pass your CD. Yeah.
2: That, that's and when it's not you know, okay. Bye. So yeah. Um, I hope everything was okay with him that day. I don't wish ill on anyone, but I am so bitter, I swear. And it's so messed up because who cares? But I care. I
0: care. I care now. I
2: care.
1: That's right. That just makes us... We're going to have to have Justin on
2: the We're going
0: to get Timberlake
1: here. We're going to talk to him. Have him explain himself, goddammit. Yeah, yeah right? Meanwhile, any
2: other like, rock or metal guy I've ever met, even if they seemed like the scariest human ever at the time, are like the coolest, nicest people ever. Just 100%. saying. Like, no I've who seems
1: fucking crazy cool anytime I've seen Zach Wild. He looks scary as all shit,
2: but he's then he's so just like awesome i've never well, met his him. arms are huge it's like bigger than my head i posed for a photo with him you can't even see my head because his ar- he's awesome <laughs> that's deadly
1: well what's it like for you being a female in like such a male dominated industry not just music in general like metal hard rock music you're just like a lone wolf out
2: there yeah i mean there are more of us it's just they're starting to become more known slowly you which guys is awesome. like the
0: Yeah, exactly. For sure, I was gonna say like, there's if you look around now, like it's it's a lot more prominent than it than it was even probably ten years ago. I would say for sure.
2: Yeah, but there's definitely still the the there's definitely always gonna be problems. Luckily, like at least on tour, my band and my crew, you know, they treat me like a little sister, which I appreciate, Mm. and so I'm always protected. You know, no one's leaving me alone anywhere. So in terms of safety, especially with the outfits that I wear on stage. Um, you know, you don't want to just be wandering outside of a random music venue in the middle. You know, well, I've
1: seen cool. those spikes on there. You can handle yourself. Yeah. With them. Oh yeah, See, baby, sure.
2: I always, everyone always asks why I wear. Oh, well, like because I I wear them a little bit less sometimes now, but I still have them and I wear the I bring. Them With me everywhere, and everyone's like, "Why was that your choice?" And I said, "I love jewelry that can double as like (laughs) self-defense. Like I'm never gonna go at you with it, but like please don't come at me. And like you know, so Mm -hmm. it's it's a little extra defense. But uh, industry-wise, it's been a little better, I think now. But I have noticed, especially you know, a few years back, starting out, like for certain festivals and things, when you sub, like sometimes when you submit, they're like, "Oh, we already have like X amount of." female fronted bands it was like yeah and you also have like 80 dude bands
0: what's one more like
2: (laughs) so it so there are sometimes still those kind of things where like it's pretty frustrating because it's like you i get excited if i see another chick on the road i don't care if she's the singer or crew or whatever because Mm -hmm. as much as i love my boys and like you know i hang with the guys and i can and i can hang like it's nice to see another girl out there you know Mm-hmm. Oh, like girl power. Literally, we get I get excited. So the more chicks that come out and, you know, rock out, I am very, very supportive and very happy about it. Um, and I just think it's just a little hard to be labeled as a female fronted band, even though that's obviously what we are. Um, but it's just because I happen to be a chick. Um, it's not because we did that for a reason. It's I'm, I'm a singer and I love rock music and I am a woman and that is, you know, so I, I, I don't know how, when it will change where it won't matter how many girl bands are on a Mm -hmm. bill or how many girl bands, you know, for a festival. Um, but I hope one day it doesn't matter. And I hope it's just about the music. Sometimes you can use it to your advantage. I'm not going (laughs) to (laughs) lie, but some, but most of the time it's, Sometimes seems like a, an extra niche and an extra, you know, an extra disadvantage. And, and, and I never want it to become a competition. You know, I want as many people, whoever the hell they are, as long as they're doing good things and they're making awesome music, who gives a shit? And that's, that's what I sense. want it to be one day. But, you know, we're still fighting that fight. And for now, you know, nothing, nothing too terrible has happened yet. So that's,
1: that's good. It. Hell yeah. There's always going to be the people out there like, no, I'm mad. I don't listen
2: to girl singers. Oh, I've gotten that one a lot. It's like, seriously. yeah, they they come up to me because, um, I mean, besides Doro who, oh my God, that was one of the, it was an amazing tour. Uh, She's, she's a fantastic woman, but like there, there have been a few other girl bands that we've like that have been on our bills, which is so fun and amazing. Mm -hmm. But most of the bands we've toured with are, all male bands and so some of the fans if they've never heard of us before they'll come up to me at merch and just be like i don't usually like girl bands i think (laughs) you know female fronted bands are terrible but i love your voice and you're good so i'm like thank you i think thanks for (laughs) the
0: backhanded (laughs) compliment
2: cool like so i don't know if but that's the thing like i don't know did does that mean i gained a fan and they like and they can relate to me, and they like my music, or does that mean that I'm like the least shitty uh, in their mind?
0: <laughs> well, how do you take it? I think that means like I like to think that you gained you know a fan, right? The like problem. you won them over. <laughs> exactly.
2: I need yeah. a guess. We'll see. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> those, those streams work
0: pick up. Yeah.
1: Yeah, for yeah. sure. And that's I take it as hey, you won them over. And what do you think it is that that wins those people over? That, or maybe just second guessing you or questioning what you bring to the table
2: honestly i'm very proud of our live performances i don't want to sound cocky but we freaking work for those and they're freaking fun and we can all play our instruments and sing live that's that's it you know like Mm -hmm. uh, there's only so much you know glitz and glam that's gonna go on and then you know fans will find out real quick if you can do what you you know what what they hear in the recordings you know absolutely uh, the best compliment i ever get is you know, you guys are so much better live than even the recordings. Like that's that's what you want to hear, but then that's like, what
0: like, you want to hear. Hell
2: yeah. Yeah.
1: That's, that's definitely what I like to see. I know I have favorite bands that are on CDs. I've seen a couple live. live. Oh fuck. Sorry, unfortunately, I love 36 Crazy Fist. Absolute worst concerts I've ever been to. Suck <laughs> so much ass. Fuck you guys. Oh, horrible. But I love the CDs. <laughs> right.
2: Yeah. We always wanna make sure we're true to what we're doing, you know? Um, but yeah, I mean we that, that that's the most important ever you know i've been told by many a, a mentor in life mm-hmm. uh it's music first and then everything else second and so as long right. as the music is good and then your live performance can back that up um everything else will everything come everything else you know is just secondary Well yeah and
1: you got you got a, such a cool look it definitely is mm-hmm. awesome like i'd say if if okay hopefully this sounds like a compliment if rob halford were a woman he would look like you in that style oh,
2: that's awesome actually
1: <laughs> that's <laughs> i was like fuck yeah and it's so cool that's
2: <laughs> open for them that was cool. did, did you in bulgaria oh my at God. a festival um hills of rock that was one of the most fun things ever we were one of the main stage support acts for them
0: that's so cool.
2: That was cool. Killer. Yeah, you've had so many awesome few,
0: bands
1: like yeah. Seven Dust, Memphis Mayfire, fozzy Hey, Jericho could take some tips from you. He likes some, some spikes bus. and shit.
2: Yeah. Yeah, we shared a bus. It was Europe. We did a UK European tour with them. Oh, that was amazing. That was really fun. That was uh
0: That's awesome.
2: Yeah, they were they were so cool to us. And we actually were sharing uh Billy Gray, the guitarist at that time. So he would play <laughs> our set, and then there was a someone in between. Uh-huh. So then he'd like, I don't know, I think he'd he'd spike his hair up and then go do (laughs) Fosse. And it was really funny because sometimes people didn't notice, which I thought was interesting um, because it's him. But sometimes it would take them like, wait, weren't you just, it it was, that was fun.
0: (laughs) That's hilarious. Yeah. That's awesome.
2: And how have you been able to get in touch and tour with these,
1: these bands? Is it due to like working with like, like FM music management, like, you know, shout out to Maria who hooked us up with, with yes. chatting with you
0: today. Yo, thank really you. Thank
2: cool. you. She's really cool. I mean, honestly, um, FM has been really great. Um, I signed on with them only, I think on, only two years ago though. Okay. Um, and they have been so good to me. So I appreciate them and they're awesome. But um, starting out, I just used to, um, Uh, like go to any kind of writer's workshop or like jam session or anything that I could find in New York when I got back from uh from college and just wanted to learn and wanted to you know be the best writer and performer I could be in the genre that I wanted and so through that you know I met some producers that had worked on bigger things and you know they liked my voice thank goodness and you know then you meet other people and then through that person you meet another person and so um i was fortunate enough to um meet enough people that believed in me which you know, the amount of people who believe me versus all the people that didn't you know cuz it's not that easy you know you get <laughs> I still every day but like the few people that did really believe in what I was doing and you know trusted me and and what I wanted to create and then introduced me to their friends who were in these bands and knew these people and you know and then you try to get an agent and then you try to get a manager and you try to get a label and then sometimes it sticks sometimes it doesn't but you know the musicians in the world you know if if you connect and you kind of have similar messages and guys enjoy rocking out together or writing together then those are your friends for life no matter what band they're in you know or what their status is so i've just been very fortunate to have friends and mentors that um don't mind hanging out with me sometimes and writing (laughs) songs with me um and taking me on the road or whatever it may be um but yeah that's that that's how it was before more recently and now it's like you know Uh, submitting and whoever gets, you know, whatever bit it is first, or, you know, like, you know, everyone's trying to now, now no one's touring, but everyone's trying to get on all the same tours. So you just kind of got to see what it is. Hmm. Absolutely.
1: Grind and put that work in. Who would you like to tour with if you had the opportunity?
2: Ooh, that's good. There's so many. It's (laughs) really, really crazy. There's so, I would love to do, and I know we were just talking about female fronted and how like I, hope to go away from that someday but like i would love to do like an all like women like kind of like hailstorm would be amazing Mm -hmm. evanescence Mm -hmm. oh my god that was like my like my favorite Mm -hmm. growing up um and anyone like that or honestly like metallica is one of my favorite bands ever um so dreams you know play madison square garden in new york city opening for one of my favorite bands growing up that would be pretty cool that'd be cool take it you know or i don't know I don't even disturbed do. i mean they they were very influential on me david raymond's like voice and everything as well
0: oh um, uh, but just their first and second album <laughs> sorry sorry david so
2: do i get wait do i get to pick like living or dead because yes anything,
0: whatever people, you want
2: um, Soundgarden.
0: oh yeah absolutely then,
2: uh, chris cornell is one of my biggest influences um so that, that hurt me hard yeah mm-hmm bad um Absolutely. so yeah that would that would that would have been fantastic yeah yeah
0: yeah
1: yeah, yeah sure. and i know you said like when you're a little one little one you you listen to grunge from mom but what, mm-hmm. what other bands did you also listen to like that have been aside from just influential stuff you really liked you said corn i know
2: and then uh breaking benjamin her. was a huge oh, oh, uh, that's awesome. so, just having keith who is the, the guitarist and. In the band now, um, being able to, like, you know, write with someone who is, you know, also working with a band that I admire and, you know, listen to growing up was really cool. I was, like, starstruck for a minute.
0: Oh, um, totally. I was going to ask how cool it was.
2: really hard, like, uh, you know, trying to, like, pretend like you're a peer of someone and really you're a really big fan. It, <laughs> that's, like, my life. Is like, oh, no, it's fine. Like, I'm cool. What are you talking about?
0: (laughs) I still listen to that first Breaking Benjamin album.
2: Oh, amazing. It's It's so good.
0: Classic.
1: Hollow Yamorous, man. That's a jam and a half. That's
0: right. You're goddamn right it is. I don't give a shit.
2: (laughs) But yeah, I don't know. I have like a lot of influences. It's weird. Like... Anyone like Alanis Morissette, yeah. and which is like not even that heavy at all. Hey, but she's, like, a strong, she's,
0: she's a Canadian Canadian bitch. So strong badass. Canadian woman. Yep.
2: Yeah. I've, I've noticed I've been covering a lot more of her songs lately while, mm. while we're in this hiatus. Um, so, like on YouTube, I covered uh, song, the way, so uh, yeah. there's like two Alanis songs on there all in the past couple months. <laughs> Just like maybe I should change it up, but oh my god, I love her stuff.
0: Do you have any Evanescence covers on there yet?
2: No, but I should. You I should actually should do I,
0: Going Under. I was thinking about that before oh, I jumped funny. on I here. I was that. like, you know, you should cover that one.
1: So I wait.
2: actually got to cover that with Billy Sheehan. Um oh. we were doing this charity thing um years ago when I first met him, and we got to do that song nice um at the Playboy Mansion.
1: Whoa. That was <laughs> what um, a weird setting. Well, like that's, yeah, that's I know it was setting. it was
2: everything was I was I was definitely wearing the most clothes. <laughs> in there um i was fully dressed uh yep. but it was a really fun event but that was the song that we chose and then i used to audition when i came back from school while i was still trying to create you know mm-hmm. madame mayhem and my working and writing my first you know few songs for this project um when i was auditioning for you know broadway shows things like that there was a lot of like rock broadway shows that were happening and so i would actually audition with that song too nice so maybe it's time to bring it back and put it on YouTube. That's a really good idea.
0: I'd love to hear that.
1: Hell yeah. I love a
0: good cover. I'll see what I can do. Nice. So.
1: That'll be fun. I love a good cover. Um, has Has that been something you've been doing more of now, unfortunately, but also fortunately with the way the world is just using more stuff on social media, doing some covers, doing some, I don't know, live acoustic stuff, whatever.
2: Yeah, it's definitely, I mean, Usually when I was like home from tour I was either just working on the next, you know, music and even though I was trying to stay as active as possible on social media like, like I wasn't posting as many things in between in terms of videos right. of covers or things like that but now that we're all home and stuff it's it's fun for me to do and then I share them and hopefully it's fun for other people to watch it. <laughs> and oh, so I yeah. have we I have been doing more of that um and I there will be way more of that um to come until all of this is over for sure
0: that's deadly like i said you you nailed uninvited that's that's like my favorite alanis morissette song so kudos to you friend
1: kudos killer that'll be sick um so uh is there gonna be more singles to come obviously like breaking down just dropped and like we're gonna ride that one out for quite a while but what's the plan is it more singles or just gonna do that get an album out in the near future
2: So we were figuring out what we were going to do right before this. Um, There are a couple more songs that are completed. So I will say that. And yes, we are thinking of releasing another one. Maybe one of my favorites. um, uh, Maybe ever. (laughs) Um, In, I don't know when, (laughs) hopefully in a couple of months, if, you know, all goes as planned. Uh, we'll have to see, you know, what happens in the world. But there are a few songs that are done, but we wanted to write more and kind of... I, I'm a big fan of full-length uh, yeah. albums. Yeah. Even though I know singles are the thing now, I just... I, I love them myself. I love to tell the stories to them, so I would like to have one. But if... Um, obviously we're writing a ton now, but if we can't all get in the studio together, since most of us are New York city, uh, based and we're all kind of stuck apart. Um, if we can't do it sooner rather than later, then maybe we'll release some of the ones that are already done just to give, you know, people something to listen to. And then, you know, later, later down the line, get, get a full album out. That's we'll, we'll see how it goes. Well, it's all playing by ear, but in the meantime, I hope everyone really enjoys breaking down and and can rock out to it and enjoy it and we have a lyric video out too on our youtube page for it if people want to know what i'm saying <laughs> and really understand my deep dark secrets as per mm-hmm. usual they can just you know read it
1: <laughs> read it that's
2: awesome. oh, lyric videos are so
1: good i yep. love that just i just i watch fucking tv with subtitles on that's just my go-to. Me too. Yeah, me too. <laughs> but and also like. Bye is there gonna be a music video as well too or is that shit that people even use anymore like it seems like lyric so videos we, and-
2: wanted, we wanted to but we i couldn't go we were actually thinking of of go i was i recorded these few songs that we completed in nashville with uh johnny k mm-hmm. and we were gonna we were thinking of going back to nashville to shoot a video and then this happened. And flights obviously weren't happening. And for safety reasons, none of this was happening, especially me being in New York City where it's all still happening. Mm -hmm. Um, So we figured for this release, we didn't want to postpone it any longer. And we wanted to give everyone something. So we just made a lyric video for this. Um, I think lyric videos are really cool and really important because sometimes people will post a lyric video up there and it's not the artist who did it and the lyrics aren't right. (laughs) Um, I found out the other day that I was singing a song from, Justin, what song was I singing wrong for my entire life? Hold on, I'm going to ask my roommate here. Was it, no, no, I think it was like newfound glory. So there was some song from like (laughs) the pop punk, oh, my friends over you. and like. I was singing half of that song wrong since I was a teenager. I found out, um, so like it's important for lyric videos, especially from the artist, to come out, because then you're really you know telling the real story. But I think music videos are really fun if they if they tell a story, like real music videos with little stories behind it, or just cool watching the band rock out to the song. I think it's fun, so I hope we can soon you know figure out a way to do it um, and get some actual fun fun content out for everyone not just me sitting in front of my keyboard um, which is still fun but you know
0: they're
2: still fun but you know (laughs) just getting a real video out would be great hopefully we can make it happen we'll have to see how the world uh pans out you know
0: yeah jesus see what's left eh? yeah Yeah, it's
1: just the way media is consumed right there used to be mtv there used to be mtv2 we got much music up in canada that's where you would watch videos now people just release them straight online and you know, the mm-hmm. quality sometimes isn't there as well too. So it's just different. And, and how, how would you say things have changed since 2012, like in the music industry that you've noticed?
2: A lot, I mean, and it, it was, I was being told then how much it had changed since yeah. before. Mm-hmm. So like, um, but I'll, I'll be honest, the amount that it's changed in the past few months is even more significant than it changed over the past few years. Um, because being a rock band um, especially when you're starting out like your number one thing is touring right like that's especially in our genre rock and metal genre um, yes social media and and internet is very important because that's how you stay connected Mm -hmm. Uh, but you know how I discovered my bands that I liked was I was the first one into any even if the headliner was like you know five bands away because then you get to see new bands Mm -hmm. so like that's that's how you're like exposed to that right so not having that now is going to be hard for the consumer but really i mean like touring crews like uh, so many people like in in i mean so many people you, you gotta remember people are you know, dying from this thing. And that is, that is the number one, like that is terrible and devastating. And so I never want to take away from that. And I want to thank again to everyone who's been working through this and, you know, healthcare workers and everyone putting themselves on the line. But like, you know, music industry, like what are you going to do? Like what's, what's, what's the stage manager going to do if we can't get on stage, you know? And so that that is something that the music industry still needs to figure out because we can do as many live streams as we want but how are we going to make it work for the industry to still survive? That's the question. I do not have the answer. Mm-hmm. Um, I cannot wait for someone to tell me what the answer is so I can either a get back on the road and hang out with everybody. Cause <laughs> gosh, I really want to. Yep. Um, but you know, we'll, we'll just have to wait and see. And I think we're all just figuring it out. Like I don't think I've ever figured it out and I don't think I ever really will, but as long as there's an outlet like cool guys like you who do interviews like this, who can, you know, share new music to the world. Uh, you know, that's, that's what it is. That's what it is. And I appreciate it.
1: Yeah. Well you got that community behind you. And I think Absolutely. it's so like advantageous to like a career like this, that it sounds like when you're in the music industry, you can just connect with so many people that Okay, maybe one door closes, but uh, another five opens up, and you can, you know, reach out to other individuals.
2: Yeah, you got to pry those doors open. You oh, got to right like ram into those and just make sure they don't. But then, if they eventually close, yes, there's another
0: one. There's another one. As,
2: you got to like push into the doors with all your might. But yes, that is correct. <laughs> <laughs>
1: cool the the cards don't just fall and things happen obviously you got to put the work in and it sounds like you know you have been for for the long longevity of it aside from just going to school doing stuff and getting education putting in work with albums and meeting and connecting and then getting like uh mixed up with fm music management so cool like like it's just a progression and you're killing it you're doing a lot of work and i'm I'm glad that you know you're you're very uplifting and you can kind of give some pointers to those out there and what would you say to people who are looking at getting into this industry if they're brave enough to
2: do so? Um, really, really love what you do. Like this needs to be your passion. I mean, like for me, there were so many times where I've been, you know, put down um, to a point where like, you know, you feel like you're kind of like a little bit of a mask as so You're like, this is terrible, but I love what I do so much. And I love performing. I love singing. I love sharing my music with the world. I can't do anything else. This is my life. This is all I ever want. If you have that drive, don't ever give up. Do not let anyone, I don't care if it's like the label of your dreams. I don't care if it's like a band. I don't care what it is. If this is what you need to do, because that's what I feel in my life. In my gut, like there, like there's nothing else I'm gonna do. This is it. No matter how it goes, um, just don't don't stop. Someone, you know, if you feel that passionate about it, and you have the songs to share, and you have a voice, like something you want to say, and you know, and you can play your instrument enough, and you can sing it enough, and you know, it, it you of course quality. But if you have something that you feel so strongly about, and you want to do this just keep doing it eventually some at least one person's gonna like it and then from that one person someone else and and just keep keep pushing through and keep educating i mean i just like watched like eight different things online today about you know online like how to stream things properly like just keep learning keep learning even if you think you know everything i still do vocal coaching even like twenty five years later, like I'm still working my butt off. And so as long as you're willing to work your ass off and don't take no for an answer and just find another way to get your songs out there and be real, you'll make it.
0: <laughs> That's good, advice. I'm
2: working on it still, but you'll you'll make it. Well <laughs> yeah advice.
1: you you heard it, Madam Mayhem, she knows what's up. Be real, um. you know, keep grinding, hustling, follow follow your gut and keep learning oh yeah it's not that's for tough. it's
0: not for the faint of heart though we've had many stories of you know guys turn and turn and turn and turn and it's you know it's it's a hard it's a hard life you're gonna find out real quick if it's for you or not for sure
2: exactly, exactly. yeah a lot, you're a lot never of, gonna st- love all of it but you, as long as you mm. love the actual music part that's what matters right for yeah sure.
1: a lot of stories too about like those near misses how um the music industry has changed from years ago where it's like, all right, all I got to do is get on a label and then I'm going to get that multi million dollar contract. Those really don't exist anymore by the no, sounds no. of No.
2: Yeah, no, that doesn't exist anymore. Not that I know of. If it does, someone call me. <laughs> Hell yeah. Someone call, call it. me, please. Call it right now. Exist.
1: <laughs> Hell yeah.
2: But- I'm
0: going to make some phone calls and make that happen. So. That's
1: right. That's what we do. We got pulled now. We're good. Nice. <laughs> nice. Okay. Joey, you got any more specific questions or is
0: uh, it time? Just one second. I was yeah. going to ask. Um, <laughs> have you ever met anyone so far that you like totally looked up to and then they just turned out to be a huge asshole besides uh, Justin Timberlake, <laughs> even though you didn't look up well,
2: to Well, that's the thing. I don't know. Again, like there wasn't my genre of music yeah. at the time, so I don't know how much I looked up to, but that was whatever. <laughs> but but every the, what else is funny about him is everyone else, like, around, like, think, says he's really nice. So, I don't... I guess it's me. That's know?
1: okay. I got stories of people that are, like, the nicest people in the world, according to others. But my interaction with them was just right. like, that sucked ass.
2: Yeah. No. Um. I don't know if it's been, like, a hero of mine that I've met that, like, turns out to be an ass. But there are definitely... I've been very lucky that the majority of the people I get to meet in bands that I love that I like looked up to like whoever I have had the opportunity to meet have been very cool um which is great but there are definitely some people that um that are just assholes <laughs> <laughs> um you know and uh you know you're like how did that person like how can you And then you just erase them from your mind and you just don't ever think about it ever again. That's what I like to say. They're not worth the energy, but fortunately anyone who I've ever really respected or thought I did, you know, like, or thought was my hero or whatever it was, um, they've turned out pretty cool so far. So I'll, I'll let you know, I'll have to get back to you if I, if I have have to come back
0: on anytime you have that crushing realization sometime
2: yeah we're yeah, like well it, i've definitely you know i've met a few assholes in my time but not <laughs> anyone sure. that like you know was so disappointing that yeah. not everyone already knew their i that found they out they
0: james hetfield's a total dickbag fuck him
2: i would i feel like i might cry if he was you there know you That's like what I he know. might That's be, the stuff I be the only <laughs> person that made me cry except for my like few fans that have told me that they like my music i think well, hetfield might make
0: there you go. i know yeah. that's not your thing but that would be the one headfield being yeah. a dick okay yeah, we'll keep that'll it
2: do it someone bring out a camera it's gonna happen <laughs> okay right on
1: well that's awesome of you to tell us all these kick-ass stories but yeah. i think it's time it's time, time joy it's, yeah, yeah, it's time for our segment we break yeah. people in what's called quick hits what is quick hits? It's a whole lot of quick hitting questions. Yeah, that sounds dumb. But they're more or less yes or no. Don't take time to think about them. You can elaborate on them if you want to, but you don't have to. It's funner that way. So, we're going to go right into it. You ready? Uh, maybe. We'll find out. Okay, yep. easy one to start off. Coke or Pepsi?
2: Neither. Okay, oh, fair enough.
0: Fair enough. Classical music or metal music?
2: Yes. <laughs> I can't do that. That's hard. I do both. Oh, that's fair. I'll, I'll so take these hard. answers. That's but,
1: hard. you okay, these get tough. Trust me. Sometimes this gets weird, too. Favorite brand you have
2: toured with? Seven. So, but, I will you follow. You're like, you're all so, like, an, and we're, oh, come on. That's hard. I love them. I love there's, like, five of them.
0: We got seven like dust. Seven eight. dust
2: It what?
1: Seven <laughs> dust it is. this. <laughs>
2: But,
0: but also Fozzie. But also Fozzie. There you go. Seven
1: Dusted is. is. All right.
0: <laughs> Seven dust it is, yeah. Uh, Beavis or
1: Butthead?
2: Oh, gosh. Uh, Beavis. Yes.
1: If you had to choose only one for your wardrobe, would it be spikes or leather? Spikes.
0: Would you rather record in studio or perform live?
1: Live. Reese's peanut butter cups or Reese's pieces?
2: Peanut butter cups, duh.
0: Duh, there you go. Physical media or digital or,
2: media? Wait, no. Wait, wait, hold on. Pause. <laughs> Peanut butter cups with the Reese's Pieces. Stuff. Those are the shit. Oh, Aren't those? Those go. are fucking That's crazy. The
0: there yeah. you go. That's the okay. answer, Okay. Word
1: uh,
0: Physical media or digital media?
2: Mm, physical.
1: Okay, the question everyone wanted to know while watching Bus Invaders, did you ever poop on the bus?
2: No, you're not allowed to poop on the bus. <laughs>
1: but doesn't mean people don't. No.
2: Yeah, but then you have to, then like someone's gotta like fig like get that thing out and then you can't use the toilet and then the whole tank and then you gotta pay for that oh no oh, no thing on the bus that's never. like rule number one on a bus perfect there you go yes yeah.
0: well this is an easy one I, seven dust or mushroom med
2: oh, seven dust
0: there you go
1: okay but is I did hu- like
2: oh. I did enjoy our mushroom head tour was really fun so I don't want to like knock but I mean seven dust I mean seven yeah dust. still a so, shout out to
1: Mushroom Head. Uh, Still, show sure yeah. Yeah.
2: Okay. Yeah. Is a hot dog a sandwich? No. It's a hot dog? Oh, fuck. No,
1: it's a on. sandwich.
2: What are you going to ask the for hinge. a hot dog sandwich? You're just getting a hot dog. And well, what what in the, the fuck's bun. an open face sandwich? Yeah. yeah. It's just half a bread. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like the not two dog. breads. It's just one bread. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah,
1: whatever. Madam it's Mayhem? Wrong again. A
2: sandwich. Even count. <laughs>
0: <laughs> wrong again. Wrong <Yeah. laughs> again. <laughs> yeah. Would you rather play. Hot, sweaty club shows or big-ass festivals? Uh,
2: Sweaty festivals. Oh, Oh, combo
1: platter. There you go. Aqua Teen Hunger Force or Robot Chicken?
2: Robot Chicken, but Aqua Teen Hunger Force is my second favorite. So it goes Robot Chicken, Aqua Teen Hunger Force, and then Rick and Morty. uh, All three are the things I Uh watch, like, ridiculously um, every night. And then – Bob's Burgers, too, sometimes. Family I guys love sometimes, Bob's but Burgers. Thank you. But, and, oh, and my I've, God, Robot Chicken. Thing. And
1: I've never watched Rick and Morty. I apologize I either, everybody you have but, to everybody. I, I, I have know so seen. many people love it.
2: It's so good. We'll get I, there. I promise. Either. Just try it. Just try it.
0: We don't have time. We podcast six nights a week with fine people like yourself. There's no time for Rick and Morty. <laughs> Here we kidding. go. This is the real shit right now. Corey Lowry or Clint Lowry? <laughs>
2: uh. Corey, sorry, Clint. Oh, Oof. Corey oh. and I worked together. with like, yeah, Corey helped me build ready for me the album, and I wouldn't have been able to do it without him. So,
0: there you go. Um,
2: love you, Clint, though, too. There you go.
1: Worst city you've ever performed in?
2: It was somewhere in Arkansas. <laughs>
1: um, Sounds about right.
2: No, but <laughs> I forgot the city, but someone like tried to attack us because they thought we were vampires and vampires oh my are God. Devil or something and jesus and like vampires or something i was like what like we're not vampires dude we're playing a rock show yeah um but the guy tried to like push two of my biggest guys which was hilarious so they didn't move but like and no one got hurt but like i don't really yeah that one wasn't fun that's crazy yeah good times
0: good times (laughs) (laughs) what would you rather stay in a hotel or on the tour bus
2: If we have an actual tour bus or bandwagon with beds, then I would rather stay on the bus. If it's a van where we're all sitting, then a a room. I end up sleeping on the floor, by the way, of our rooms. Um, I have an air mattress that I like. Really? because the guys will share beds, and then I'm on the floor, so I sleep on the floor. So I don't even get a bed usually. So if we can stay on, look them, at you.
0: That's there's some brutal. Like, chivalry is dead. What the hell? Is no, going I offer
2: that? it. Listen again. There's no divas allowed uh, okay. on a Madame Mayhem crew or band. So I can't. You know. Okay. Well, well that's I'm fair. Now we're gonna reverse it. Best
1: city you've ever performed in.
2: Oh, that's hard. I mean, I would have to say, like, hometown, obviously, but mm-hmm. I must say, like, Machine Shop, Flint, Michigan, was, is always amazing.
0: Nice.
2: And I had the most amazing time ever in Bulgaria actually playing that festival, so. There you go. I have multiple answers. But yeah. That's
0: fine. Um, would you rather watch movies or listen to music?
2: Music, always, even though I do, like, movies, but music. Okay, music. and... Okay, what's the
1: worst comment someone on YouTube or social media has ever said to you?
2: Oh, there's too many. I don't even know. I try not to read them too much. If like, if it starts to look like it's about to be a bad comment, I just don't. Um, <laughs> I'm like, nope, not here. I'm gonna pretend like this doesn't exist. We're <laughs> <and laughs> going move on, and I'm just gonna talk to the people that uh, that do like me. Yeah, <laughs> that are not mean because bullies are the worst.
1: That's and so it's funny. not
2: worth it like no. if you have to go out of your way to literally type something means to someone you don't know then you yeah. really need to find better hobbies that's right so oh, that's yeah. what i think yeah. <laughs> yeah. you could think it in your head all you want but like you actually had to take the time to write it yeah you gotta be a it. special kind of then, dick ass yeah. i just if you like something i always encourage encouragement if you don't like something then just move on that's that's you know, like yeah,
0: but obviously you like, made enough impact on them that they had to take time out of their meaningless life to sit there and say, Hey, wait a minute.
2: Right. And unfortunately I don't home. have the time to um, indulge it. Or yeah. like, again, as I said, if it starts to look like it's going in the wrong direction, I didn't finish the sentence. So I don't know <laughs> what they said.
0: So take that haters. She's not reading. Right. The shit anyway. I don't
2: even know you're writing mean things. Cause I'm not reading your mean things. If it looks like it's about to be mean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So so as
1: long as you don't put a but in the sentence, like, hey, you're pretty good, but hey, well, never oh, work. Oh, oh, yeah, You should just write like
2: I love you so much and then I'll keep reading and then you then you, treat you me go. at that point. <laughs> I love yeah. you so
0: much. This is the greatest song I've ever heard in my life. However, go fuck yourself. Right, exactly. Anime.
2: That's that's oh. that's when you get me to read the whole sentence. <laughs>
0: Oh, this is the last one here. This is a longer one, I guess. Um, I guess given everything that's going on these days in the world, uh, do you feel it's important for artists to use their platforms to kind of speak out about social issues or should they just shut up and play music?
2: I think it's very important to voice your opinions. If you feel you, you, you know, you, you need to, And, and I think it is important for people to know that there are people standing behind you, you know, and, and, and to to share that voice. But I also feel like some people are using it in a way that's harmful. Mm-hmm. Um, and if it's misinformation, then if you don't know what you're talking about, please don't post mm-hmm. anything. If you're voicing your opinion, that's fine. But if you're trying to like state facts that aren't facts, then please don't. Um, I think it's important to respect everyone's views. I think it's important that everyone is, should be Um, you know, good to each other. Like there's a lot of things going on that I'm seeing online, About uh, you know, with with coronavirus of both sides of it, of extremes um, that are just really like, why don't we just try to figure out the facts because no one has the answers and just, you know, figure it out together, you know, and don't be a dick, basically. Like no one's doing this to you. Everyone's trying to, you know, (laughs) No one, no one, you know, and then, um, and then with everything going on here, like everyone should be treated equally the end and, um, anything more, but you know, at the same time, I want, you know, everyone to be safe and I want everyone, but I, again, everyone needs to be treated equally. I am, I come from, um, a background where years and years and years ago, uh our our my people were uh not doing so hot and so and if people stood up for us sooner um you know a lot of things could have been avoided so i think people need to stand up for what they feel is right without um but of course um in the safest way possible and people shouldn't take advantage of those people trying to stand up for what they believe in and and mess it up and you know mess with other people I don't know if that made any sense to you. That's, but. <laughs> that's
1: the perfect
0: answer. No, that's perfect. I agree. With
2: it, it's
1: what you want it to be. We love it. Madame Mayhem, Madame Mayhem did some quick hits today. It was awesome. Favorite band of two of us, Seven Dust. We're supposed to watch Aquatine, Hunger Force, and a hot dog is a sandwich. And Rick
0: and Morty and a hot dog. <laughs> it and, is not uh, a sandwich.
2: sandwich. It's a hot dog. It's
0: got the hinge.
2: I want to see a hot dog sandwich written on a menu. Show me a picture.
1: Okay. Well, we're going to have a graph, a chart, like a tier of sandwiches. Mm -hmm. This is a debate we have with every artist. There's a level
0: A, B, and C tier.
2: Okay.
1: Got it. Okay. But yeah, now that was done. Now's the time in the show where you get to just tell us how the hell we can support you, how we can spend money on you, where to go to listen to (laughs) your music, all that good stuff.
2: Well, I always feel bad asking people to spend money on me, but (laughs) if you have money to spend, um, no, but uh, I would say everyone just check out madammayhem.com and that's madam with an E at the end. And there's news on there. You can... Subscribe for our e-newsletter where you get exclusive cool stuff. Um, hang out with me on social media. It's uh, Madam Mayhem on Facebook, Madam Mayhem on Instagram, Mayhem Official on Twitter, Madam Mayhem Official on YouTube. Did I miss any of those? Uh, if I missed any of them, just find no me. Problem. I'll be there. No and um, just say hi because I love talking music with fans. So if you you know like the page, reach out. I will do my best to get everyone, but please say hi and please listen to Breaking Down. Um, if you have Spotify, please follow me on Spotify. Apparently that matters to the industry for some reason. So um, any help of that, thats if you already are a Spotify subscriber, that doesn't cost you any money and you give me a little boost. So if you like the music, heart the page, follow heart the, the page. Spotify page. And um, we do have a lot of new merch coming out soon. Um, so check out our merch store if you want anything um, on madamemahem.com as well. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Hell yeah. Is that enough things?
1: That's <laughs> fantastic. That's we fun. love it. Everybody will find it. They know where to go. And if we'll post not,
0: all the links on our on the notes for this too.
1: Hell yeah. yeah. Our, our yeah. pod yeah. being cited. will have links and links and links. And then yeah, it'll be everywhere. That's the shit.
2: Awesome. No.
1: Hell yeah. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for
2: having me. You guys are fun. Awesome. We like that.
0: I told you it would be a little more fun than most boring. I
2: like it a lot. Let's do it again soon. Hell
0: yeah. Let us know.
2: Awesome. Fuck
1: yeah. Stay safe out in there in New York.
2: Thank you. You too. All
1: right. All the best.
2: All right. Bye. Bye. Awesome.
1: Awesome. Hell yeah another one down Madame gorgeous Madame beautiful madam mayhem you find her everywhere everywhere awesome what a girl so yeah she hasn't pooped on the bus she she likes reese peanut butter cups with the pieces in the pieces and, seven you know, dust, better seven than mushroom us. head I think,
0: yeah. Corey better than clint so
1: arkansas yeah. full of vampire hunters and weird people yeah. to hang out with so she doesn't yeah. like that
0: stay away from arkansas guys
1: yeah <laughs> sounds about right no I offense
0: white collar sideshow
1: <laughs> yeah that's right my bad we love you guys. Just okay. i I take that back.
0: Take it back. Arkansas eye, but don't don't stay overnight.
1: Just yes, hurt. exactly. Stay away from those weird vampire hunters. <laughs> Hell yeah, that's a wrap. Another one down, and I guess that's it for a couple days, right? We're
0: back here Wednesday night with Richie Cavalera for Richie Recommends.
1: Yeah. All right. Peace out. We love y'all.
0: Ka! Peace out there, you fuckers.
1: Ka!